The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Purdy, back to pass him and he needs to sack him. He loops it over the middle. Intercepted! Yes! The Vikings beat the Niners! And Cam Bynum has a two-interception night. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. Strike three call got him looking. This one is over. Game six belongs to the Diamondbacks, which forces game seven in this National League series tomorrow night right back here at Citizens Bank Park. And the pitch swung on in a high fly ball into left field. This is deep. Back is Brantley at the wall. He's looking up, and that ball is history. It just barely makes it into the Crawford boxes. A two-home run game for Adolis Garcia. That was a moonshot. Leclerc ready now. One-two pitch. Ground ball. Second base. Simeon's got it. On to first to Nate Lowe. And hello, World Series. The Rangers have won their third American League pennant. For the first time since 2011, the Rangers are going to the World Series after having six consecutive losing seasons. What an amazing year this has been. And there's more baseball to be played. Do you believe in that? Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. TJ's Texas Rangers headed to the Fall Classic. Game seven blowout of the Astros last night. They will get either the Phillies or the D-backs. Game seven of the NLCS coming up tonight. Game one of the NBA season coming up tonight. The uh, Vikings beat the 49ers last night, 22-17. Did you hear what the Vikings play-by-play guy said there on that highlight we played? Were you listening close enough? Uh, was the first hour uh, that when I was uh, listening to something else here. Um, I'm going to play this again. Okay. This is the extended version. Listen to the very end. So I know you weren't watching, but uh, Vikings have the lead. Niners are driving to try to win it, final possession, and there's an interception to seal the win for right. Minnesota. Yeah, I knew that. And then a fight breaks out. Okay. Okay. So the play by this is the play-by-play guy of the Minnesota Vikings. I'll try to figure out what his name is. Describing that. Purdy, back to pass him, and he needs to sack him. He loops it over the middle. Intercepted! Yes! The Vikings beat the Niners, and Cam Bynum has a two-interception night, and now a fight it unfurls on the field. And we're not over-exaggerating that. There were punches thrown. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. <laughs> what did he say there before the Niners can get out of town? That there were punches thrown. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. These sour, bleak Niners yeah, okay, that's can what go I ahead and get out of said. town. That's what I thought he there said. There were punches thrown. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. 
Paul Allen, by uh, the way, is their play-by-play Oh, I thought that was Paul Hunsiger. I thought that was Paul. Not the rich Paul Allen. Dave's Dave's brother. We're exaggerating that. There were punches thrown. These sour-ass Niners can go ahead and get out of town. Can you imagine? (laughs) What What if we get in a fight with Kansas on Saturday? I want you to drop that. I want you to drop that. Wow. I'm impressed. Uh... Lincoln Riley, not at his coach's show, not at his press conference this week. <laughs> no players available this weekend after the game. Now a no-show by uh, uh, Coach Riley. Like, it's it's amazing. It's like, Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day, and but this is caving in on him fast because that media market, much larger than this one, and they are coming from every direction, and he's like, boy, I thought I had to deal with some stuff at Oklahoma, and uh, he did, but they're coming after This ain't Norman, Oklahoma. This is Los Angeles, and the people here are very sophisticated. Sick, huh? And just suddenly, just under the weather. Wasn't feeling good. Yeah. And uh, actually, I think, didn't he put out something yesterday about he's fine, it's a personal thing, it's taken care of. He'll be back at practice or something. Oh, like I that, thought he so. released something about being sick. I didn't know. Uh, maybe you're right. I'll see if I can find it. Unless Somebody someone else put it out for him and then he followed up with that. I saw that he was sick and wasn't going to be able to attend. So, oh god, oh my goodness! And now all the words swirling about his agent, you know, reaching out to teams that are kind of up there that may have a shot at Caleb and like, isn't that weird? Like, isn't it weird mess. if he ends up somewhere? That Caleb gets drafted to, yeah, it'd be, it's it'd almost be weird, but it, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised by it. It's almost creepy in a way to me. It's like follow him and around, following yeah. him around everywhere. Yeah, was he Windhurst yeah. following LeBron James everywhere he goes? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I don't know, but it is highly enjoyable to watch from however far we are away from California. Um. Okay, uh, I'm going to play a clip of this show last night. So this is the very end. Uh, about three and a half minutes of audio here. And started by asking Coach about the reaction of his team. So they won, but didn't play well Saturday, Teach. And so I was curious I would assume different teams handle that different ways. You know, some teams come in and and uh, are are happy with the win and maybe a little bit of complacency there. Others are mature enough to say that wasn't near good enough. I know we won, but w- without you know, we got that was not good. How did his team handle it? He he seemed before this to be impressed with how his team handled Saturday. Um considering they won the game, but they, they didn't really play it very good. So that's what he's answering here is how his team handled it. Now, I was uh, – so Saturday was different for, for us because Dean was gone. So like I said yesterday, I had to go down and do his show. He does mm-hmm. his Sunday night coaches show this year. He, he changed it. He does it immediately after his press conference. So post-game press conference, that's over. He goes to Sooner Vision, tapes his show with Dean usually – and then they air it on Sunday. So we saw each other like 4.15 yesterday, uh, Saturday after the game. And then he was going 
to be with his family for a few hours before starting to prep with Kansas. So anyway, uh, that that's the question. How did his team handle this uh, after the victory since it wasn't a pretty victory? Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. you got to know yourself. got to have great self-awareness. And uh, and our guys do. And, and the coach can't help himself. So you get you get 11 a.m. kick. Next thing you know, what you got home. I got home about 4.15, 4.30. I got a little... I got, I got, you know, I'm got, I'm love to go home and be with family, and um, my in-laws were there, and we had some food and some laughs, and, and we got football going. I got my computer, I got my little office area where I can kind of be a part of everybody, but I can start the video stuff, and I got my phone out, and then I'm, I turn the TV down, and I'm voiceover in plays, you know, <laughs> other players can't get away, they can't even get out of Ted's Escondido before, uh, before <laughs> Coach Benavides is sending, hey. Great job, but <laughs> you know everybody's telling families how you did so good. Yeah, We're so proud there. of you. And he got like eight plays where you it was an absolute disaster. And uh, <laughs> oh, what you got on the phone there? Uh, Coach Venables tells me how terrible I am. And yeah. here's what happens: <laughs> that Monday reel. Right? What happens is this is Saturday when night when I'm watching it and I'm videotaping on the phone and it, and then you're you know, I'm, I like to do the voiceover. You get you get kind of angry, and you're you're mad at the play. You're not mad at the player, but I know the voice fluctuation and yeah. and the things that come you out say, of your mouth. We ran that 34 times in practice this week. They got to click it. It's like unbelievable. <laughs> and um, so anyway, he was so happy two hours ago. What <laughs> what happened to him? Yeah. Oh, I know. I said we were gonna uh, celebrate today, but no. Uh, <laughs> But our guys, they they're they're terrific, and they have a a rule. You have to you have to like it. If I send you something, you have to like it. If you don't like it, I know your address. I've got a GPS. And uh, what's you what checking it? your likes on them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that called when when they when you have that tracking system where you can see where they're at? GPS. Is it GPS? I mean, that's something. Is that the yeah, maybe. what yeah. is that app or that you? Oh, like life, life six yeah, so they're, they're or something like moving that? around. Like I, I see where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I got them all on that. They thought that was catapult system that we have, but it's actually a tracking system. Yeah. So if I need to go find them, <laughs> next time you tell that story, if you could say they were all at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, that would be great. Just yeah. from a sponsorship perspective. I like that. Yeah, that would that between would be good. between I'll stop at Rudy's and then there'll be a handful of them down on Campus Corner. Yeah. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two or three of the most important things for you Saturday, and then we'll get you out of here. you got to protect the football uh, without question. That'll be a, a critical part. We lost the, the turnover margin the first time all year. I think we're second in the country now, and uh, that'll play a critical a critical role uh, in the game. And I, I said, I told the team today, if we win the rushing title, take away everything else. We're gonna, we're, you know, that's what we need to win uh, to win the game. You know, we got to win the, the rushing battle and if we do that we're gonna win the game and um that's a that's a big if you know this is a great great challenge so uh I, I really believe you know again making good decisions protecting the ball and and then being having the ability to run it and stop it funny thing is i i can totally see this like you know they put the video out this is me back live now by the way they put the video out <laughs> after the game of uh brent in the locker room uh-huh. telling the team Everybody was, wait- yeah. Everybody was waiting for OU to lose right. today, you know, and they're all excited and dancing and all that kind of stuff. 
And then they get dressed and they, they go out to eat and they're at wherever, uh, the ranch steakhouse with their family, whatever. And that first ding <laughs> comes up on the phone from Coach Venables. And you know they know by now what this is, right? Walter Rouse is at Black Bear Diner. Hey, Jeez, Coach, come oh, on. Because uh, this, I'm sure this happens every Saturday. Yeah, and I, if, to be honest, I know technology is there to that point. I hadn't thought about that. That you know, that back in the day, the guys didn't deal. Teddy didn't deal with that. No, and that wasn't that long ago. Like Josh Heupel no. didn't deal with that. So Billy Sims, you know, they didn't have to worry about coach finding them. That's two hours after the game, and hey, here's what you did you wrong. Couldn't, you couldn't watch the film, right? Yeah, until some assistant went and actually sliced it up. Uh, yes. Yes. And probably it was Sunday before you, you know, saw anything. <laughs> That's awesome. Though. Now, instantaneously, he can sit there, go play by play, record his voice over the top of the play saying, what were you thinking here? And send it to the players, you know, immediately after the game. Or in this case, he says a couple of hours after the game. And he's getting all worked up and he's getting angry. And they're... <laughs> I love the uh, I have a like rule. If you see something from me, yeah. acknowledge me. You better acknowledge me. I'm gonna. I we have tried to make that rule with our kid. All he's got is the watch where he can text back. Where he doesn't have a phone yet. But oh, the the conversations Katie and I have had with him over. Did you see our text? Yeah, I saw it. Why didn't you acknowledge it? What was I supposed to say? Now I'm going to say, you have a like rule. No matter what, just yep. like the text. like Acknowledge <laughs> that you received it. Coach Venables has the same rule. <laughs> that was good. All right, 716. I want to know from you, and maybe the text line will help us with this afterwards, what the rest of the day was like on Monday. I, I want to get a, a, a pulse for Sooner Nation on how we're feeling about 31-29 going into Kansas this week. You know, what's our panic level, all that kind of stuff. Or maybe not, maybe not, I don't know. After 9 a.m. yesterday, I would, I disconnected. So how's Sooner Nation feeling today? You can let me know on the text line, 405-651-3439. Are you concerned over Saturday? Are you, uh, was it, you know, a win is a win is a win? Panicked? Somewhere in the middle, let me know back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Ah, welcome back, cool cats and kittens. That's your long-distance dedication for the day right here on KREF Radio. From first-time texter to Lincoln Riley, it's Nowhere Man by the Beatles. This hour brought to you by High Tower Clinical. I should have been really a uh, DJ back in the fifties or something. Yeah, yeah, you'd have been a great nineteen fifties DJ. <laughs> I have hits. <laughs> we got the weather coming up on the twenties. Coming up, kids. Uh, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed to participate in these trials. They just want to uh, be there for you. Several different areas they work in. Several metro locations, including uh, Ardmore coming soon. Hightowerclinical.com, 405-831-5905. Greg, to answer your uh, question earlier, I thought about it. Thunder this year, 56 wins. 
Mavericks, 54 wins. Wow. 54 are, wins. Are you serious about those totals? Um, I'm just trying Ooh, to be nice huge. to everyone today. Okay. I'm in such a He's good mood. He's in a mood. good mood. Okay. Uh, truly, if I'm answering honestly, I don't think the Thunder make the playoffs. But go ahead. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for cheering for my Rangers. I think you all will miss the playoffs. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I think the Thunder will make the playoffs. And I do think that's... Somewhere about where they'll be, 55 wins, something like that. That, that mm-hmm. is be a great year. Uh, everyone stays healthy. Chet Holmgren stays healthy. Um, I mean, they SGA. can have guys. SGA can go down. I mean, guys can go out and tweaks and sit out for a little bit, no, whatever. SGA cannot go down. Don't well, say that. Well, I'm no. just saying um, a short period, you know, like tweak a hammy yeah. or something for two weeks or something. You're, you're all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not, not season-ending ACL. Maybe a cold. Like Let's yeah, just cold. Maybe a cold. Sure. Let's don't be tweaking any hammies. I or think anything. they're in that range, though, a 55-win team. Okay. I think That'd they'll be, be fighting for home court, you know, in the playoffs, a top-four seed. So Nice. Um, thank you, OU Architect. Uh, a couple of others that I've seen on here wanting to start a GoFundMe. Do not start a GoFundMe for me. That, that You want to start a GoFundMe, do that for some – charity or someone out there that needs it much more than i do People, i mean if i don't get to a world have series you not game, learned anything from the show the guy has gargoyles for god's yes, sake thank you he, he shops in the expensive butter section of right Christ, okay? correct yes i don't he need does your not, GoFundMe. he gets free tamales he does not need a GoFundMe. <laughs> like pastor mc says here on the knippelmeyer chevrolet text line you think with tj's money he needs those scholarships no i don't Thank you, he bought Brent. his wife 20 gifts for Christmas last year. He's got three coffee creamers in the fridge at one time. Oh, okay? I do He's right fine. now. I do right now. I know you do. Yeah. I don't. They're not all three mine. There's a pumpkin spice in there. I'm not a pumpkin Puts spice Puts large person. amounts of money in the Easter eggs each year. Folks. I do? That's what, that's what we've learned. Yes. Man, you keep up with my life more than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats, T, to the J on the World Series. Sell some pants, hats, and tickets are yours, brother. <laughs> I have to sell a lot of pants. He owns yeah. more than seven pairs of joggers. Okay, <laughs> he's fine. Uh, easy choice, TJ. You've taken a hundred Mexican Thanksgivings. Go to Arlington instead. Ooh. Mm, I'll still go on the Thanksgiving vacation. I'll get the boat. <laughs> I'll get the boat. <laughs> Look, even if he I can't loves... get a ticket. Even if I can't get a ticket into the ballpark, I probably will at least watch one of these from Texas Live outside of the ballpark. So that'll probably be the alternative plan there. Here's the things TJ loves in life. Number three, Oklahoma Sooners. (laughs) Number two, all of his professional teams. And number one, the ability to take a vacation in the middle of football (laughs) season when all the rest of us have to work. Nothing will ever get in the way of that. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) <laughs> the guy has hokas and on clouds, people. No, okay? no, I've gotten rid That's of the hokas. That's how wealthy he is. I've gotten rid of the hokas. Never uses coupons. I Go did ahead. buy two new pairs of New Balance on Sunday, though, and put one up for Christmas. So I've got just one pair. i got another pair coming Christmas. You bought yourself so. a pair of shoes for Christmas. Yeah, Katie was going to buy me a pair. She says, uh, while we're here, just which ones do you want for Christmas? And I said, well, I like both these pairs. And she put one up for Christmas. So yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, TJ, with your aging, uh, to save your aging back, maybe you need to just start holding a baby picture of your son from now on. He is getting heavy. You can't so. mess with the, what's going on now. You right. You keep doing it. No, we'll keep doing it. 
The uh, guy has a custom-made cornhole set, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't okay? have a custom-made cornhole set in the way that His you make that sound. His hamster has two cages. That is true. That is true. Gizmo is very spoiled. All right, go now, ahead. We tell you about, uh, did I tell you a couple of weeks ago when Gizmo uh, had escaped from his cage and we couldn't find him? No. Gosh, I don't remember where I was. I was somewhere, somewhere and Bronx in and Katie, Galardia. Bronx and Katie called me just panicked. And uh, yeah, Gizmo was out of the cage and had escaped, and they, they finally found him under Bronx's bed. Oof. So all was good. Oof. But yeah, there was, a, there was panic for a little while. The hamster had escaped. Uh, what happened to the podcast link on the app? I had to Google carry a podcast to be able to listen to one of the rush hours I missed. Is there something that will continue? They're working on that. I'm not sure why it ever went away. Uh, none of us are really, but um, you can always go to, you don't have to Google. You can go to KREF.com and it'll drop down to podcast right there on the top line of the KREF.com webpage. You can go to the pe- pe- uh, podcast, but yeah, the app, I'm not sure why that drop down menu changed, but they're working on it. I don't know what the deal is. If there's an update, Brian, somebody listen, if there's an update and I can let them know, let me know if you guys know any type of update there. Um... Puerto Rican Sooner. Congratulations, TJ. Thank goodness your Rangers for taking care of those cheating scums and that little mm. iPad kid, Altuve. <laughs> TJ is a bigger fan of beans than OU. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. But Puerto Rico Sooner says. I did get beans in your honor last night. You can ask Drake. Uh, I got some Rudy's beans. Uh, I heard from Drake last night during the game. He had texted me to ask me something work-related. I answered it. And then a few minutes later, he texts back and he says, uh, something along the lines of, I got in the car, turned on the game. Um, they had hit a home run, and I think um, Jordan Alvarez, that's when he hit the triple off the wall. And he said, uh, I heard a home run and a triple. Just for you, I'm turning the radio off. This is my fault, but I'm turning it off now. And I said, thank you, Drake. Wow, so, what a guy. Yeah, what a guy. TJ owns four DeWalt drills. <laughs> I don't own. Uh, I've had four I've given to me. I've not made any of these up. I've had four given to me mm-hmm. by my father-in-law, who says, "Would you do some work around the house? Like, mm. have you looked at your gutters lately? They're full of leaves. Will you go clean out your gutters?" Uh, at one point, this texter says he thinks OU was plus sixty-six hundred. Okay, that seems Odds. like a lot. That seems like a lot. Well, maybe they it was. They were at the bottom of the top 25 when the season started. Yeah, so. I know. That still seems like a lot, though. Right now, they're ranked number six, and they're plus 1,400. Yeah. They went six and seven last year. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Okay, I got a ticket from someone at BetGM. Uh, Camo Sooner says, I placed this bet in Vegas in May. Let me see if I can read this, uh, click Ooh. on it. Okay, in May. Uh, okay. okay, there it is. It, plus 6,600. Wow. Uh, he dropped $50. He will collect $3,350. So there you go. He put got to win the national championship, though. Uh, now I've got a picture of his barcode here. I will be collecting that <laughs> if it pans out. Thanks, Camo Sooner. I'm going to beat you to the MGM. And picture. <laughs> Screen capture. Toby, uh, my daughter's official OU visit is WV weekend. Can you help seal the deal for her to head to Norman? Waco is not her thing. So help me out, please. That's from uh, Baylor Brad. What sport What's he is asking this? me to do? What sport is this? What's the official visit for? I don't know. 
Huh. I'll do whatever I can do, but I don't know what he's asking me to do there, Teach. I don't know. Like that normally, that this doesn't sounds... sound good. Help me still the deal yeah, with my daughter. Cl- yeah. Please clarify this. <laughs> so far, the answer is no. Until you, <laughs> I, you clarify things. I just want to be clear. No is my answer for now. Okay. Uh, let, you, let me. I, I need this. Uh, what do you need? A book? What do you? What do you, you want a picture? Copy of the book. You want a book. picture? What? What are, what are we asking for here? All right, go ahead. This texter thinks this sounds old school SMU death penalty might be in play. I doubt that. Here's the thing with Harbaugh saying, I had no idea about any of this. You might could believe that if you get the uh, information on this and oh, Stallion had gone to like one game, maybe two. But when when (laughs) when he's buying season tickets worth of visits to all these visiting stadiums and going on these trips and coming back with video and breaking down stuff that's not one man's mission and everything's staying quiet that's a program-wide staff-wide multiple people knowing this is going on and sending this guy on these trips and having him break these codes and and do this Probably so, but in college sports, it doesn't even matter as much. Like it's it's lack of institutional control. True, and it, yes. he's gonna he's gonna get pinned on. It's gonna get pinned on him regardless. The really the only question here for me is like they're going to, if proven, and it sounds like they've already got a lot of proof. They're going to have to vacate wins, when, you know, for the opponents that they were found to have cheated to play. That's going to happen. So this season is going to be null and void. The question is, do they do it in advance? Like, do they do it in the middle of the year to try to crown a legitimate national championship? Or do they go ahead and let it play out and risk someone winning the national championship that they're going to have to take it away from eventually anyway? I, it would be unprecedented, I think, if they did it in the middle of the year. But it, I don't know. Poor kids, right? I mean, the kids, I'm sure they didn't have anything to do with this. And they have a great football team. None of those teams they've played so far did they need this to beat. They've had, a, they've had the weakest schedule in the country. They would be 7-0 and right now easily without any surveillance technology. And yet their season is now in dire jeopardy. Here's what I would say to that. Uh, yes, poor kids. But as far as they would be, they would have the same record and everything. Um, this has been going on what we probably know from details, what, two to three seasons? Yeah, About years. the same timetable that suddenly Jim Harbaugh started winning at Michigan. No, that's true. He was terrible and somehow kept keeping his job at Michigan. Everybody was questioning it. He just couldn't it. beat Ohio State. Uh, he was a joke, and then suddenly he's uh, running through everybody. So, liar, liar, pants on fire. He's a cheater. Here's a, uh, my prediction for the Big Ten next year. Big Ten expanding next year. Teams coming in. Uh, Lincoln Riley, Jim Harbaugh will not be coaches in the Big Ten next year. They will both be in the NFL. Oh, so I agree with that's that. That's not really a hot take there. I think they're a lot right of people now, would say that. Uh, I saw somebody uh, on Twitter last night that said, right now they're both interviewing for the same NFL job. We're just trying to figure out what NFL job that is. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, let's see. Riley's still feeling more safe in L.A. than he did in Norman? That's a question. Uh, this person says, Ha-ha. He desperately needs the Lakers season to start tonight. 
Uh, Bill Bealey, cheat, was doing for years, got slap on wrist. I think that maybe maybe Belichick maybe uh, didn't get the full last name there. Okay. Um, I'm guessing that's what that B-E-L-E. Is there yep. someone else that I'm not thinking of? That's, I'm sure you're right, Belichick. Okay. He, okay. Was, he was indeed cheating for years and did indeed get a slap on the wrist. Yes. Uh, seven straight trips to the ALCS, four to the World Series. This loss still hurts. Game seven's hurt especially bad. Congrats to the uh, Rangers. They earned the trip. Enjoy every second of it, TJ. Good luck. That obviously from an Astros fan. Yeah, that was very nice of them. Very nice. Very nice. Um, enjoy the off season. TJ puts lift kits on his golf carts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I did, he doesn't I, need I you. Not, to, I did not put a lift kit on my golf cart. He doesn't need you to uh, start a I bought it with a lift kit. Come on, get it right. Mm. I bought it with a lift kit. Mm. He is considering a golden pergola. In his backyard, okay? I don't think I ever said golden. 7.35 in the morning, halftime of the T-Row in the Morning Show. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Teach, it is Tuesday. It's kind of, you know, Tuesday is... Sometimes meltdown Tuesday, depending on how the game went on Saturday. So where where are we right now? Uh, a lot of Rangers talk so far today. But back to the Sooners uh, for mm-hmm. a bit. How did Monday go around here? So I didn't hear much of the rush. And what I did, it didn't seem like there was much of a meltdown. But through throughout the morning and early afternoon... Uh, things seemed relatively positive and calm. In fact, most of Steely's show was centered around the USC losing to Utah, and the text line mm-hmm. was flooded with you know, happiness and joy over that. So mm-hmm. I think all in all, I think most are you know, taking the mindset of, yeah, it was close, there was some ugly things, but you win, you got the job done, you move on, and you get better yeah. and move on to next week. So that's kind of the feel of how it was throughout the, the morning and afternoon that I heard. Is so. that the proper approach? I think it's the proper approach, and I think, yeah, there are – Things you need to correct. There are things to work on. Sure. Coach joked about you know sitting immediately as guys are sitting in Ted's or wherever they're at trying to enjoy their evening on on Saturday. And, and I do think probably more so than he would put out publicly, they are concerned about the kicking situation and what they may do. Or uh, oh. maybe they completely believe in, in Zach Schmidt and he was being honest after the game and he's moving straight forward with him. And uh, that's their answer to that. So the fans can be he- worried about that and concerned. He said last night, by the way, I didn't clip this part, but that the backup kicker was not suited up Saturday. Okay. He had missed practice last week. But he didn't say why. I assume illness, but he didn't say that. Which, the fact that he even brought that up, like Man. nobody asked him about his kicking situation. He was just kind of recapping the game and, you know, what didn't go well. He's like, we missed a couple of field goals. We didn't have our backup kicker. He wasn't suited up, which I was like, oh, he was considering going to the backup kicker. Had he been available, he would have gone to him. Yeah, that's what that says. So I I hope somebody – well, maybe he'll he'll be asked about that again today. But uh, that was interesting. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Travis, you know, had indicated yesterday that he had maybe dealt with some injury stuff. So maybe that's what was going on there. Um, Gavin Marshall? Marshall, yeah. So Maybe so. Um, interesting, but yeah, I think that's been the attitude and the people that I've heard from, um, seem to 
have been that way. Like, man, last year we're not winning that game. This year we did. Made a crucial stop there on that two-point conversion, and I think they just, you take the win and you move on. There's definitely not panic like there would have been in a Lincoln-Riley win in something close like that. I think that, so here's my opinion. I think that um, it's great to win a close game. There can be tremendous benefits from pulling one out of the fire. You would love to have blown them out. I hope they blow out every team the rest of the way. But if you're going to go through one like that, and I think Teddy mentioned this on his show last night, there are uh, sometimes more benefits to be taken from winning a close game when you've got to execute in a tight situation in the fourth quarter and you're really challenged than there is in just cruising. And so uh, they won it. That could have got away from them. Now, I do think there are some lasting concerns. I mean, I don't I don't think the run game is going to magically become uh explosive and and what we want it to be. I just it, barring Javante Barnes returning or one of these freshmen getting a start and being tremendous i don't even know that it's that i think it's the whole mechanism i think it's the o-line the running backs for whatever reason it just maybe it will click it's not beyond the realm of possibility that in game eight or nine all of a sudden they figure it out but it's unlikely so i think that is what it is which isn't ideal but it doesn't mean they can't go win games or even a championship because they are still a very good offense. Are they as good as some of the offenses we've had around here in recent years with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray? No. Oh, no, absolutely not. But their defense is so much better than those defenses that they don't have to be. I am worried. I would like to see another game's worth of evidence not having Andrell Anthony. They were having a harder time creating space in the passing game on Saturday. And I don't know whether to credit that to some pretty good UCF defensive backs or if that's because they didn't have Andrell Anthony. Uh, So radar up, concern over that, would like to see another game to see whether I need to be worried about that or not. And you guys have brought me around. I am worried about the kicking game. The kicker. Well, I think everyone kicker. should be concerned about it. Yeah. He's in a slump. Kickers miss kicks. The UCF kicker had missed three in a row before Saturday, and then he looked like an All-American. But they need him to turn it around, or else they're going to be in a close game, and, and it's going to bite him in the backside. So all of those, I think, are legitimate, in my opinion, legitimate concerns going forward. But... um. You know, I got another clip for you here. I'm going to play next hour of Brent talking about what we've talked about on this show many times is sometimes you know your team better than you know everybody else's team because we see all of the moles and warts and blemishes. And we don't realize how many moles and warts and blemishes everybody else out there, even the really good teams. Like, what are they complaining about 
on Georgia Sports Radio or Ohio State Sports Radio, or I know what they're complaining about on Michigan Sports Radio, but some of these other national title contenders, you know, we're worried about running game, no Andrell Anthony and the kickers missing kicks. What are they in a panic about, you know, right now? And it's something, and it's probably multiple somethings. And I think Brent had a pretty good quote on that. I have labeled it, TJ. BV has 99 problems, but Teddy ain't one. <laughs> and we'll play that coming up in the next hour. One concern I've heard some people uh, talk about, too, a little bit is uh, Gavin Freeman. And maybe wanting to Not see Not getting Pat- him the ball enough? No, no, getting him the ball too much or using him too much. They would like to see Thompson or Petaway seem to think that Getting him the ball too much. Yeah, they, they, well, they don't like that. They, seems that he can't get around that edge, you know, that little swing pass. He can't oh. get to the outside, and they would like to see maybe somebody else have that opportunity with a little more speed. Um, so that's some of the so, concern. I've so here's my opinion on, on that. I think that the last time they ran that orbit motion Saturday where, you know, that little uh, – they had a new play Saturday where Gavin would go in motion then circle behind – Behind him, yeah. And he would either hand him the ball or fake hand him the ball, and they ran like four plays out of that or something. The last time they ran it, it didn't work. And I think people are soured on the play. That That's what the – but earlier in the game, they got a really nice gain out of that play. I don't think you'll, you'll ever see it again. I think that was a – maybe not for – a long time. I think that was a, hey, here's a wrinkle we put in for this game. I don't think you'll see. I think they'll do a different wrinkle for the next game. But oh, I hope so. Why would you not want Gavin Freeman to get the ball? Uh, Brendan Thompson's hurt, uh, by the way. Yeah, he's hurt. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's just some of the talk I've heard from some people. Somebody explain. So. Why don't you want Gavin Freeman? Uh, one, one concern, too, I've heard. You know, people are suddenly looking forward, and we, uh, we may have hit on this last week or, or – May have mentioned it yesterday, you know. Two weeks ago, you're you're sitting there concentrating on getting past Texas, and then you're like, you get past Texas, everything's looking good, and then suddenly you look up, and Oklahoma State's playing much better. West Virginia yeah. has played much better football throughout this season than you expected them to at the beginning of the season, um, and, and suddenly some games are probably looking a little different to you than they did three, four weeks ago. Well, so I think specifically the Oklahoma State, specifically game. that one, especially like, their I run game, and next... controlling it with the run. These next two weeks are, you know, they're the season. I'm not saying it's a lock the last three weeks, but I really like their chances at, I think, what they're West Virginia and TCU and BYU. Be, going out to Provo can be tricky, I understand, but I think I've seen enough of BYU to think Oklahoma should handle it. These next two weeks, you know, Kansas is going to be a tough test this week. And then you got Oklahoma State after that, both of them on the road. So if they get through these next two weeks, uh, they're looking pretty. We'll be back. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. Hightowerclinical.com, 405-831-5905. Let's see on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line what you guys are saying. 
Uh, Jeff from OKC says, I think the last game showed us much, showed us how much we missed Tawi. He was uh, become kind of a gut punch. He has become kind of a gut punch when we need it. Missing just the threat of that was big. Yeah. It'll help. I also think that it was encouraging what we saw late in the game from Sawchuck. It looked like he started to find some rhythm. Maybe that's something we can look for this Saturday. He hasn't played a lot of football this year or ever. He had a very good game against Florida State, but maybe we we started to see him. If he's back healthy again, and I assume he is since he was out there, maybe we're starting to see him find something too. So worth keeping an eye on this week. Uh, other than the very first carry on the jet sweep last year, Gavin Freeman cannot get to the outside when he is in there and motion every defense uh, and motion every defense knows what's coming. You can't tell me Freeman getting carries in the backfield is better than either of the freshmen. That's what this texter says. So, um, <clears throat> hmm. He's blazing fast. I don't I'm not going to argue with has that has running the jet sweep to him been effective or not most of the time. <coughs> Excuse me. Most of the time probably it hasn't. I don't know. I'm not paying as I I, I can't remember all the times. Uh but you got to think about it this way too. If sending him in motion or lining him up the backfield or running that orbit motion or whatever and the defense goes, alert, watch that guy, let's make sure he doesn't get to the corner on us. That's not all bad, right? Sometimes you run plays to set up other plays. A lot of times you run plays to set up other plays. So maybe the answer is don't quit giving it to Gavin Freeman, which I don't think they do a lot anyway. But make sure that Opponents still have to practice for that, defend against it. Who knows? Maybe he will break one. Maybe he needs to cut it up earlier rather than trying to get to the corner. But also, if you get the defense's eyes all going toward Gavin Freeman, maybe you got a play action that works off of that or a reverse to another guy going the other way, whatever the case may be. So that's the first I've ever heard of Gavin Freeman hate. Not, not hate, but you know what I mean? Like, I've never heard anybody say anything negative ever about Gavin Freeman until last segment. So that's interesting. Break time. We'll be back.